0: lot of people get stuck in this idea of I got to serve everybody around me I got to serve to you know that's what I'm here to do and it is but from what fountain is that energy coming and how are you protecting that energy and and allow my heart to just be in charge again I'm not silencing the brain it's important I need it but allowing my heart to be in charge, well, then I open up a whole new level of possibility to reach my highest good, to perceive my highest good, you know, just to be present
1: to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. I'm Eva Melton, and I'm here today with Jessica Carman. Jessica, how are you?
0: I'm well. How
1: are you? I'm awesome. And so what I'm going to do, everybody that's tuned in, first, we're going to invite you to go ahead and share this wherever you're watching this. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, or if you're even on the podcast, take a moment and share this conversation with a friend. Um, It's going to be a blessing. And so Jessica is so multifaceted. So I I want her to introduce herself, how she wants to show up today.
0: Thank you. Yes, I feel like many directions, but um, my name is Jessica Carmen and I am honored to get to um, really do anything with you because I'm such a big fan. Um, the way that we know each other, first and foremost, is through my energy work. And I um, I offer energy work as well as herbal products. Um, and sustainable products and practices through my company, Resourced Apothecary. Um, Again, I love to do so many different things and um, offer different services and products to the world. But kind of the underlying theme for me is just to grab on to whatever it is that brings out joy in myself so that I can embody it fully. And then to be able to share that with everyone I come into contact with so that they can embody their own joy
1: fully. Awesome. So you said a word that um, that many may not know what it means, apothecary. Is that correct? Yes. Explain so to us what that word embodies and as it relates to you.
0: Okay, so typically you're going to hear the word apothecary in terms of um, a place that is creating some sort of concoction that will help you in your journey for wellness. So um, a lot of times you will hear it in connection with herbal businesses, so herbal apothecaries. And that's surely true for what I do. Um, It does. I mean, it does have a wider Uh, definition, but we'll dial in right there. And so what that means is that I actually create different products um, from scratch. So I have a medicine kitchen that I will work in to prepare flower essences, tinctures, um, oils and salves, things like that. Um, It extends further and I kind of tease the meaning out a little more in my business and just kind of saying like, this is a space for creation and really centering that as far as um, letting what happens within the business and the relationships that uh, people come in for really be fluid so that we are constantly creating and allowing um, for the making and then remaking that will serve the highest good in that moment?
1: So, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I've heard, you know, you can hear words. I've heard about flower essences but you've been the first person that I've actually trusted. So if people that watch me know that I'm very careful about, you know, (laughs) who I see for energy work, who lays hands on me, who, you know, who is making things that I put on my body, things that I digest. So I'm very careful with all of that, but I know, and I believe in plant medicine, but I want you to take a moment to talk about the principle behind flower essences, the principle behind it.
0: Okay. Okay. And I want to tie that into what, what you just said, because I think it's so important. We have to be careful about any of the energy that we allow into our fields, into our bodies and our beings. Um, and, you know, part of that is just because we should be good stewards of what we consume. Um, and and we have the ability to meter that. This, the other part of that is, especially in the herbal world, it is largely... Um, unregulated. And I choose to look at that as a blessing. That means though, that as individuals, we get to and really are, are charged with connecting in with who we work with, who makes the products we use, who offers the energy services that we receive and really allow our bodies and our hearts to guide us to what's going to work best for us. Understanding that we can't, this this whole um, world of energy is, it can't really be regulated with integrity because everyone is different. Everyone needs something different. And so to say that what I have will be exactly what everyone needs for any kind of certain instance or whatever is irresponsible. Mm -hmm. um, And really limiting. So what where, where we kind of take that right is that we start to understand that I am an individual, you are an individual. There is something about you that makes you you, something about me that makes me me. And and what I believe underlies all of that is energy. And, you know, so so when you ask me about the flower essences, what makes them special, that energy, that underlying energy. And when we look specifically at flower essences, what we're looking at is the flower or the plant itself and it has its own life force energy there is a difference between a rose and a tulip and a marigold flower and and that difference is absolutely you know chemical and constituents and we can look at the biology and all of that but we can also understand that there's a different vibration to each plant and so a flower essence is going to capture the vibration of that plant. And then the way that we'll work with a flower essence is to, um, typically for people who don't know, a flower essence is usually a, a liquid and it comes with a dropper top. So we would take like five to seven drops of a flower essence, maybe five times a day. And what we're doing is we're inviting that vibration into our energy Body to work with bringing the cells in our body into um, resonance with that vibration of the flower essence. So, in a sense, we can look at it like, for instance, when you're tuning a musical instrument and you have a guide that helps you look for that perfect note or that perfect sound, and then you can bring your musical instrument to meet that and match that. Well, we can do that with our energy as well. And um I I I can get really deep into this and some people want that and some people don't. So, I I have to kind of like meter what I'm saying, but I but essentially the water in our bodies holds different energy imprints. And what we um everything in our body has water in it. So this is why I can say our bodies. Um, And then what we bring into our body has its own energy imprint. And so what we're looking to do is just be careful about what we're bringing in and then intentionally decide, okay, this is an energy that I would like to embody, or I would like to play with how this would interact with me and my energy. So we'll combine them.
1: I love that. No, I I love that. I moved myself out of the frame because I knew you were in your element and I wanted <laughs> you not to be distracted by me because I'm learning in the process. And, you know, the folks that come on my channel, many are learning just like I am, but I'm grateful for the introduction. And I think what really made me understand not only, you know, number one, the trust of you. And um, I believe in being connected to the person that I'm receiving that that type of, you know, if I'm going to take any type of herbal medicine, I believe in being connected to the person that's assembling it, or they at least know what they're giving me, right? But I think what made me truly understand, um, I think what you may have been trying to explain to me in the past when I started studying alchemy or reading about alchemy, and it was just the the concept, the principle is that I only need a small amount of the essence of something um, where I'm trying to go. And so that made it, perfectly clear. And I'm like, okay, I really need to talk to her. And there are other people that I know um, that will resonate with your voice and the language that you use to explain it because you just, like, you come at things from a different angle than I could ever, ever come from. But um, yeah, so you were in your element. So that's why I moved myself out of the frame. But I love it. Now, I do do, uh, remember when I first met you. And I think it's one of those things, like, if I look back at a person that I that I have connected with in some way, and I feel like that, that, that connection was meant to be, I always look back to the beginning. Where did I meet them? And I remember um, we were at some event put on by Natural Forces Studio, and you were at a table. And out of every table in that room, I ended up in front of you. And you had um, a collection of what I now know are tuning forks on your table just laid out. Now, I didn't know what a tuning fork was. I didn't know the I, at the time, I didn't even understand the connection between the tuning fork and the actual environment we were in. Like how it connected to energy medicine, how it connected to um, you know, health and wellness. And so you kind of opened the door for me there while I had been introduced to frequencies, but had never seen a tuning fork. I think even after that event, I ended up buying a, um, a singing bowl just for myself at home. But I want you to talk a little bit about, you know, you guys i have already told her that she's mul- told you all she's multifaceted. So I'm just going to ask her and whatever she gives us today, I really need you to kind of soak it in because you're not going to get this in a whole lot of places in a way that it's going to resonate with you the way that Jessica is saying it. But the tuning forks, the sound bowls, how did you come into that? And what is some of the principles and how you use that in the way that you show up?
0: Yeah, so, okay, first of all, I remember that too. And big shout out to Terry from Natural Forces. She's a teacher for both of us and a wonderful human. Um, And I have always experienced energy in a big way. I have always been extremely moved by music and sound. Um, I'm not a musician. I, I don't call myself that. I, I'm not technically trained in any way, but but it moves me, and I know that. And so, actually, when I started working with Terry, um, she introduced me to sound as a form of um, carrier of vibrational medicine. And I started to be able to pinpoint, like I can put my finger on the fact that my body feels different when I am in a sound bath, right? Where I'm surrounded by someone playing different, um, either crystal bowls or Himalayan bowls. Um, Or even honestly, if we're looking at it, you know, as a full picture, there are times when I have been, you know, at a concert listening to live music and I can feel my heart just buzzing. I know that there's something special going on and I, you know, just that smile that gets plastered on your face and there's, you just vibrate higher. And so for me, I... I like to have a physical experience to attach to energy. And as, you know, as someone who really enjoys offering Reiki healing, I found that for myself and for others, it, it became more powerful for me to work with sound and vibration when I do that. And I'm, I don't believe that that's how everyone is, but it's definitely how I am. So, um, the, the, um, the, we've already talked about sound bowls and tuning forks and just music in general. And so it can all, it can feel like it's all over the place, but just to kind of bring that back, it is that vibration, right? And we look at different notes and we look at different resonances and we understand that when you have harmony and when you have resonance that beings around that can come into tune with it. And so, again, I also will never forget how we met and what I was doing was offering people an experience with a tuning fork because it's weird and why would you be at a Reiki um, gathering, you know, with your tuning fork out? Um, And then what was so cool was because of the way it was set up, you had, you walked up to a table and you're just like, I either am drawn here or I'm not, but you really don't know why. And I'm not one to have like a lot of words and information spread out. Um, so you got to kind of just trust yourself and dr- trust what's pulling you uh, to me. And every single person who I used the tuning fork with, had an experience. There wasn't one person who was like, I don't really, I don't know what you're doing. I don't, I don't get it and walked away. And for me, that's really important. I like to make sure that what I'm doing comes across that, it, that if we're going to work together, that you're going to get something. And so again, for me, sound and vibration, it's like, okay, no brainer. But so what we were doing with the tuning forks so and every tuning fork is tuned to a specific Frequency. And the tuning forks that I use are uh, tuned to the frequency of the planets. The one that I was using is the frequency of the sun. And with that, we're looking at just big, powerful energy, right? Like opening up to your bright light. And the sun um, is an archetype that helps us do that. So with the tuning fork, I would activate the tuning fork and put it on the top of the head. And without a doubt, there. It can't not work. You will feel vibrations running throughout the bones in your body because they are wonderful at conducting those vibrations. And there are many conjectures about what's actually happening and the science of the way that the vibrations are entering into your body. And I love them all, but we can back up enough just to say that at the very least, that vibration can calm the mind. And when the mind is calm, our heart can lead. And that, in my personal understanding, is it. That is what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to allow the mind not to stop, not to quit, but not to lead. Right? It it. The mind is very, very powerful. And our heart is the power. Our heart is what is for us. My heart tells me what I need. My brain can tell me all kinds of different things and facts and interesting things. Tidbits and points and I can know what everybody else has told me and what everybody else needs, but my heart knows what I need. And so anytime I can step forward and, and allow my heart to just be in charge again, I'm not silencing the brain. It's important. I need it. But allowing my heart to be in charge. Well, then I open up a whole new level. Of possibility to reach my highest good, to perceive my highest good—you know, just to be present to it—and so again, with sound, that's just a really quick way to do that. Um, we don't have to develop a skill. All we have to do is take a deep breath and and be there.
1: That was that was beautiful. Did you say when the mind is silent, and the heart can lead? What did you say? When the mind <laughs> is still, the heart can lead. Because I was stuck right there. I was like, Jessica has showed up. This she is here. When the mind is still, the heart can lead. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Because you know, I have a computer science background, and a lot of times, in some ways, it works with for me in in, in this world, and then some ways, it really works against me um, because my mind and you know. It's one thing to know something in your mind, but when it begins to integrate with your heart, I feel like that's when it's really a practice for you. So that that was that one snippet right there has made the entire podcast because that that was awesome. That was awesome. So do you have a particular flower essence right now that's your favorite?
0: Well, you know, every good mama is going to say I don't have favorites, (laughs) but (laughs) But I do, I mean, I think with flower essences, there's a season, right? There's, there's a season for everything. And I don't necessarily think that they coordinate with the growing season, but right now I have been working, um, really heavily with marigold flower essence. Um, in fact, I'm getting ready to have a 28 day challenge in March with, with marigold essence and different products that I've made with marigold. Um, and I guess I have to say, you know, for people who aren't familiar with Marigold, um, this flower has come into my awareness and just kind of turned everything on its side. It's been incredible to really, Marigold is bringing an energy of fiery divine feminine. And, you know, we all have feminine and masculine in our system. And in the current society that we live in, masculine traits, that action, motion, you know, forward movement are very important and celebrated. You know, we're constantly taught to go, do, achieve, you know, succeed, all the things. And I appreciate all of that. What I'm seeing, though, is that we're not really balancing the the feminine aspect of holding right holding space being a vessel um really control is not the right word but directing energy okay so that that they work together too much too much feminine no masculine you're you're still stuck but this idea of really developing our feminine up to match the already you know, very powerful masculine energy that we've been taught to develop from day one uh, really gives us a balance and a power that for me personally has just been amazing. So Marigold helps us when I say fiery, divine, feminine. Um, If we're looking at the energy body, we're looking at the root and the sacral chakra. So we're looking at our ability to understand our worth as completely intrinsic. Then when we get that, we're moving up a little bit in the body and we're understanding our, our power to create as well as our power to direct creative energy and these are so important separately, but they're, but really they're so important together because, especially right now in the time we're in, most people are doing so much more supporting of other people than they've had to do, you know, on their own. We're all, you know, especially people. It's just incredible to me how when our network gets kind of shrunk there's a lot of a lot of responsibility that gets placed on us. And a lot of people get stuck in this idea of, I got to serve everybody around me. I got to serve to, you know, that's what I'm here to do. And it is, but from what fountain is that energy coming? And how are you protecting that energy? Yes. Because if I'm going to serve you, How beneficial is it going to be when what's really underlying while I'm serving is I can't believe I have to do everything. I have this all on me. I've got to be everywhere for everybody. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Yes. Marigold has helped me understand. Okay. I have one light. It is me. The only thing I control is me. The only thing I change is me. And how I show up is the very most important thing in the world. So when I am accepting Marigold's teachings and messages, I am focused on my energy. What brings me joy? How how can I just be happy to be here in this moment? And just that little... That little, it's not little, it's huge, but but focusing in that one little space helps me show up for everybody around me the way that I need to. And what I also am not doing is putting my frantic, worried, overreaching energy out to everybody for them to have to deal with that. So this idea of being a really strong support um, while... Also celebrating and cultivating my, my light, my worth um, has just been the biggest gift that Marigold could ever, ever give. It is something that involves a lot of unlearning, um, a lot of undoing of different, you know, programming that we, we've been exposed to our whole lives. The idea that, you know, especially for me as a Southern woman that I am here to serve and that I need to be aware of, you know, everybody around me and take care of everybody around me first. Um, That's just been instilled. And I have a lot of really supportive people in my life and a lot of people who, you know, it's, it's just an underlying current that we've got to examine and call out and stop and say, okay, hold on a minute. If I do nothing else today, but connect into my heart and honor that I am here and that is important, then I have done good work. And when I do that, I pour into myself, I allow life force energy to come into my being and fill me up. I'm focused on me. I'm accepting that energy for me. And yet now I have the capacity to serve people around me with a smile on my face. I have the capacity to do for others and know that it's all going to be okay. I'm going to be able to get done what I can get done. And that's enough. I can do or not do. And that is enough. And I can also extend that grace to everyone around
1: me. You said a mouthful, and I'm not going to even try to reword or say it in my own words, because I know it's true. Um, Not only, you know, in my life, you know me, but then also that I serve primarily at the church in in ministry women. And so that on its own stands, what you said, like we really have to reexamine how we're showing up. And that's something you've been a great help to me. I think one time you told me the lighthouse illustration. Um, If you could paraphrase that for me.
0: (laughs) Yes, so there's a quote by Anne Lamott. I don't remember it. Um, I'm gonna paraphrase, so please forgive me, Anne. Um, But basically it says the lighthouse doesn't run around the shore trying to save every ship it sees the lighthouse is planted firmly where it is and it shines its light for all who can see and, and applying that message, that idea to us is just saying, again, I have my light. My job is to shine it. That's enough. Those who need it or can benefit from it. will find it and probably find it easier if i stand firm and true in and and just work on cultivating that light rather than trying to chase everybody down save everybody help everybody do all the things just just really be in my light and make sure that i understand my truth what is right for me and what it is about me that can be helpful, can be powerful, and and then just let that out.
1: Yes, yes. That's a life-changing concept. Like when you truly catch it, um, it's a life-changing concept of just cultivating my light and letting it shine. And the folks who need it will <laughs> they'll find it, they'll find their way just from your light. That's a lot. That's a lot and that that's good. And I want you to just tell everybody how they can find you. Um, on social media, your website, how can they get your products where where that's available at? But how can they tap into Jessica?
0: OK, um, my business is resourced apothecary and you can find my website at resourced dot com. And then on Facebook and Instagram, it's at resourced apothecary. So I'm trying to keep it easy for everybody. Um, and then I that's really those are the best places to find me because you can find me there from anywhere. Uh, I am in Leeds, Alabama. And so I have a studio and, um, my apothecary where I have my products for sale and, and can, uh, work there. And I am getting out into the community more and more now that we're, um, you know, coming into 2022. So there'll be different, um, events and and opportunities to connect in. And that'll all be listed on my website and social media.
1: That's awesome. So as we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else that you feel bubbling up that you want to share as kind of your parting words?
0: When you can limit me to the words, that's when it's hard. Um, No, I think the biggest thing for me to share today, especially with you and and the wonderful way that that you serve your community and our our community and, you know, just all of us around is um, to remind everyone that it is true that there is only one way, but the one way that is true is the way that works for you. And I highly encourage everyone to take the time to really tune in to yourself. You are a powerful being and your your heart and your body will give you so much powerful and true guidance when you listen. We are so blessed to have information coming at us from all angles of, you know, experts everywhere and the still the most important truth for each and every human will be inside in your heart.